0: We'll be chattering and nattering in the Garden
1: County shed. But if the decent match comes up, then we'll do that instead. Winners and in Closure Bookmakers, your local independent bookmaker. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat and Instagram for all our daily specials and enhanced odds. Phone us on 1890 890 429 863 Murphy's Liquidation Furniture and Garden County Sport.
2: Hello and welcome to our Thursday night preview of the weekend. Um, we're live in Garden County Sport headquarters. We're joined by Emmett O'Sullivan again this week. We have a lot to come up in the next hour. We have Jonathan Talon joining us on the phone to discuss the uh, Celtic Challenge and the puck fodder taking place this weekend on the Sugarloaf. Other stuff happened this weekend. Lucy Mulhall is in action in Kazan in the uh, Rugby Sevens,
0: Alan. Um, she is, Kev. Yeah, she is over there, and they are in the Rugby Europe Olympic Qualifying Tournament. The winner of it goes on to play in the 2020 Olympic, and second and third go and get another crack at the whip the following year. In Ireland's group now, they've a tough enough group. They've Spain, Ireland, Romania, and Czech Republic. Um, also in that is lining out for Romania is uh, where Lucy used to play again, or, um, Andrea Petro. I think is her name. They both played in Radro. Now. Um, first uh kickoff throwing key for, off for she's a, playing for a, romania yeah, yeah uh, is ten o six irish time on saturday morning, on saturday morning.
2: Yeah. yeah so Lucy, that, that's going to be we'll have updates on our on our uh, social media of lucy's games so we'll try to keep you up to date with that other events around paul Dunn was in action today in the scottish open paul shot a one under round he had a double bogey on the eight hole Recovered to finish on one under, a tie for 95th place at the moment, uh, seven shots off the lead. Matt Kuchar and Eduardo Molinari are among the group on eight under, with Patrick Harrington and Rory McIlroy both on four under. Tomorrow night, Bray Wanderers will be playing um, Limerick in the Tristy League. That is in the Carlisle grounds, and there's free admission for the under-12s, so if you're in the area, um, it's a good chance to go Bray or Hopefully going to be fighting for promo- or uh, fighting for promotion playoff spots. Uh, they need all the support they can get there. Also on Saturday, we have a Camogie match in Wicklow in Dunbar Park. Wicklow are playing awfully in the Leinster Camogie, Junior Camogie Championship. Hoping to continue the good run going after capturing a elite title earlier in the year against uh, Laud that day. And I think uh, we have Jonathan on the line with us right now. Jonathan, are you there? Yeah, how are you going, lad? Well, Jonathan, how are you?
3: Not too bad, now. Thanks
0: for having me on. You're very welcome, Jonathan. You have Alan, Kevin and Eamon Sullivan here. We're going to put you through the, the, the wheels of motion here now and just uh, uh, rack your brain. Ah, um, oh, yeah. First of all, uh, obviously, thanks for coming in. Uh, uh, topic one, Celtic Challenge. Um, you've been with the academy there now for a while. What you've done with him has been phenomenal. You've been um, a revelation, I suppose. Um, you're going to be a big, big loss. Um, you've handed in your notice. Is that the right word to say? And you're going travelling and the best of luck with it anyway. But um, what what has it meant to you? And what have you got over? Obviously, we we saw what you've produced with them. But what what has it meant to yourself?
3: I suppose to be very honest with you, um, it gave me a, a realization as to what coaches have done for me in the past. Um, I mean, I suppose I went in first of all, and I suppose the first task was. Getting together a group of under fourteen players in Wicklow, and I think the first training down, we put out the message to the clubs, and I think we had four or five lads showed up. Um, and I mean, obviously, it has grown a little bit since from then, I and mean, we had forty-seven lads on the panel now for the minor this year. So it's, I suppose, it's nice to see where it has started. and what the potential is in the
0: county, do you know? It is, uh, and uh, it's just getting people to roll in behind you. You see the same with the football, like, and like when you get them to a uh, winning mentality, anything at all, like, and then it's, you can see see it, it's producing on the hurling as well. And I will say, on a personal thing, there's not enough. Um, recognition gave to the hurling, on and any code, like it's always football gets kind of first preference, and that's the way it looks, but it's not it's not fair either because like you're Arbroath, like you you went up against big tough opposition this year, and you held your own. You mightn't have got the results you were looking for, and we hit on that there last week, but you didn't get out the gate, and like you went up against Limerick there, and you didn't like you are doing well enough. Yeah, and um, I
3: mean in fairness to the lads, like geez, look, we know ourselves. The first half we did perform to our best but I mean the way they went down in the second half and kept limit to one score I mean it was phenomenal like the performance that they put in um, but I suppose look it comes down to structures really I mean the fact now that this year alone the lads have been subject to um, S&C once a week on top of their training um, schedule so like the 14s and the 15s have started with that now so they're starting at the very beginning with, with these structures so like they, they can only improve them. I mean, you look at the minors this year and the size difference in them from the five or six months that we were inside in the gym, and then when we brought that out onto the field, they were quicker, they were faster, they were stronger, they were more confident than their own hurling. And I mean, that was only talking to lads who were 16, 17 years of age. You put that into 13, 14-year-olds and give them three and four years of it, sure, it can only benefit them, do you know?
0: Oh, absolutely, and like, let's not forget, you, you had two teams. Like, This wasn't just one team competing, it was it was two teams down the middle, you know, and um, like, if you had been able to, uh, if I'm right in saying, you you only had half a team, if that's the right word to say, out again, Limerick, you hadn't got a full, a full contingent of what you had to your, your uh, disposal like. Uh,
1: Well, to be honest with you now, we
3: did, we had, like, we had every player we wanted when it came to the Celtic Cup.
0: Right. Um, Now look,
3: there was three lads came back from the football after they, um, unfortunately, got knocked out. Um, But look, it's, like everybody who wanted to hurl was there you know Um, now yes we had to make a decision between who was going to be on the blue and who was going to be on the gold and like that was probably the toughest part of it because obviously I think we had was it 34 under 17 players and then the rest was made up of under 16 so like we were trying to balance between getting guys who were going to be the core team for next year as well as Keeping lads involved with who are involved in under seventeen who are putting the effort over the last two three years, so I mean it was it was kind of a balancing act to be very honest. Um, but I mean, geez, like you saw the results there with the gold team, and I hate using the word A and B, but yeah. I suppose when you look at our so-called or on paper our B team, they went out and they took on the likes of Antrim there, who went on to win the competition. I mean, they were an under seventeen side and. A lot of under-16s went up against them and hurled them well. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the standard is there. The players are there. I suppose, as you said, it's just about backing them now. And I think in fairness to the county board, we put a plan in place and we told them what we needed. And in fairness to them, they backed us. They gave us their SNC. They gave us our nutrition. Do you know, yes, obviously there was things that we need to work on and make sure that we have it 100% for following years. But, I mean, it was a very, very good start, I think.
0: Well, look at that! It is great, anyway. It is, and like I say, the proof is in the pudding. If that's the the way to go about it, you know what I say. And like we'll just quickly move on to the under twenties. a smashing win there, um, the last day out, and they're up. They're tough now. Up we're tough, tough uh, opponents now. The next day. Um, like,
1: yes, Kerry.
3: Um, yeah. Was was like the last time they met Kerry was obviously in two years ago in the in the final down in Temple Stadium, um, and like you saw from that. Outfit that day, like geez, There were huge men, well over the hurdle, good and fast. And Goulding there on the corner forward, like he's lighting up the inter county scene at the minute at senior level. So the standard there was fantastic. Um, like the work, work obviously has been going on in Kerry, so I, no reason to believe that there'll be any any easier of a team to face now on Saturday. I mean, they'd be one of the favourites of the competition at the minute. Like,
0: well, looking at the team on paper, like they're, they're on our own side, they're, they're fine hurlers on that on that team. Like, there is, there is fine hundreds in the county on the 120s.
3: Unbelievable. And I was actually only talking to Gavin Weir today about it even. um, he's Obviously, he captained the 2015 side to win it for Wicklow. But, like, we were even just talking about the lads who were available this year. and We honestly think that they'd beat any senior team in Wicklow at the minute. And more than likely, they probably would have given that 2015 team a very good rattle. Yeah. So, if we ever had a hope, this year is a very good chance.
0: Well, well well that's good because at the start of it when trying to get everything together I know myself um, when I was up there a few meetings and all like there would be a head scratching going on who would you have who wouldn't you have like it's a bad time of year for anything like with clubs championship with holidays just finish your exams you know you know you just don't know where you are like do you have your best unit do you not on the day you know try, and trying to keep it yeah. together to try and keep them in the right headspace as well yeah
3: well look as i mentioned structures there earlier on I mean you if we're serious about improving any sport and any code, it's like you have to assume that you're going to do the best you can in every competition. And I mean if we're looking at fixtures and we're looking at times of year and things, we need to assume that yes, we're going to get to a final. And if we carry that belief as a county, well then we can push the matches and club fixtures and anything else that might interfere with it, we can arrange it accordingly. Yeah. Um like now, look that—that's my own personal view on it. Oh honestly. no, you're right,
0: you're right. Yeah, like everyone has to be on the same page, and like, cause, like and everyone has to pull together. I know it's not easy at right. times, but like, with everything, I say rolling in behind. Oh. Them, but like it's not easy. Yeah, no, just just on that,
4: just just on that, Janet. I agree completely with you. You know, this is not the first time this competition has been run at this time of the year or anything. You know, it, no, it, did it, it not. Didn't, it didn't come out with the blue, like so. It, you know to see to see around the hurling matches fixed for this weekend. When that match is fixed for Semple Stadium, it's a bit galling to be honest, as a, as a GA man from Wicklow, do you know what I mean. And and for you yeah. lads that are there at the coalface, face, it must it must you know it must strike a bit of a bad card, you as well, you know. Um, I just I couldn't yeah, understand it myself, like do you know.
3: Yeah, well, look, I suppose it's it's just one of those things, you know. Look, you we are where we are, I suppose in Wicklow, and look, it's it's every county, but I suppose it's one of these things that if we see an issue. We take it on board. We try and we fix it, and then we make sure that it doesn't happen again the following year. I mean, look, you're you're entering a competition. It's on, on every year. If we're entering it, we want to win it. We're not entering it just to feel the team at round one and then back to club championship. So, you know, if we're, if we're thinking down that route, we're not really going to be developing it.
0: No, well, so, you're you're dead right. You're out hitting the nail on the head there, no? with that you are, Like you have to you have to have belief. And like belief. Is everything. And like if you can get that hint in anyone's head about belief and winning and going in the right direction, it, it I won't say it's half your job done, but it's definitely you're on the right road.
3: hundred percent. And I mean look, the players are the ones that need belief. And the only way that we can give them the belief is if the county turn around and they make these I suppose these decisions very obvious that we're making them because our county team are going to do well. And yeah. if the kids out there, I suppose the men at this stage are under twenty, but if they hear something like that, they want to get the belief from the county because yes, there's something here. They know that something's gonna be happening. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well look what, that's the last. We'll talk about that end of it now. We'll just finish up with you there now on the puck fodder. Um, just give us a just give us a rundown for the people that are listening out there that don't don't even know what the puck fodder is now. We know that a lot of ninety percent of them do, it, but just break it down for us. What what does it consist of?
3: Basically what it is, it's every county holds their own puck fodder. So let it be on a racetrack or on a pitch or whatever it might be it's generally a course and you have to finish the course in the least number of pucks. The winner then from the under 16 and the senior in each county rep- or represent their county at the provincial finals. So we're lucky now, we're in our second year of hosting the Leinster final in Wicklow on Sugarloaf Mountain. Um, it's on this Saturday now. So once the representatives come to that, then we find our winners and we send them up to the Cooley Mountains then on the Bank Hall the weekend in August and they compete for the All-Ireland
0: and who have we got as our own weeklow representative
3: uh, at the under 16 grade we actually have Michal Cleary from Dunlavin he's the goalkeeper for the minor team and he this is his third year after winning the competition right. um, at senior grade then we have Adam Bush Um, I'll have to be careful now when I mention his club he's playing for Brave I think he's a Kilmack man but um, he's uh, after winning the senior there and he was playing wing back for the minor team so it's great to see Two minor players.
2: Yeah, that, that, is, that is. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, what time is that uh, pucking off at,
3: uh, John? Uh, 16th kicking off at 10 o'clock and the seniors are kicking off at 12.
2: And that's from uh, the Sugarloaf around uh, Kilmockano's g J pitch so, is it? Or?
3: Uh, no, it's actually the Sugarloaf mountain itself so uh, uh, in the car park there. Okay, okay.
2: Perfect. So it's,
0: oh, well, yeah. look at, well, well, hopefully so everything before, going right, yeah.
2: Yeah, before... Uh, so, Jonathan, you're you're heading off there uh, on your travels. Will any, that's cha- right, yeah. any chance of a comeback for Wicklow in a few years' time?
3: To be very honest with you, um, i i more or since I handed in the notice. Now I'm kind of I won't use the word regret, but I, I'll definitely miss Wicklow. So I'd never say never, that's, but um, I, th- I think it's time for a, just a rest for a while and gather my thoughts
0: and. Well, you're, come with new plans hopefully well
4: you are really really going to be
0: missed there is no doubt about
4: it well that's definite as well. there is exactly. no doubt about the, it the best of luck in your travels but the uh, work you've put in there the work you've done hasn't gone unnoticed so uh, and, and,
0: uh, well, we don't we haven't, haven't heard who's going to fill your boats but whoever is coming in to fill them they want to have uh, good feet to fill them boats I will say that
3: yeah. well there's a good lad there and Philip Campion he's a Kenny man he's in and he's he's been working fairly close with me now the last while so the reins will be handed over to him now and I'm sure he'll do a fantastic job.
0: Well, look at Jonathan, we wish you the best of luck and we thank you from Garden County's board for everything you've done in, in the build-up to this, all, with the years you've been there, and the best of luck with your travels.
3: Thanks a million, Ed, and thanks for all the coverage and the support you've given us the last three or four years as well. Oh, You're no, very no, welcome. welcome You're you very welcome. Cheers,
2: Jonathan. Right, thank you. you. Bye-bye. So that's uh Jonathan Talon Julian. He's heading off on his travels. Um just to echo, like we really do appreciate Jonathan's efforts there with week hurling over the last while. He's an excellent servant. Um before we go on to weekend's uh, preview, we had a couple of fixtures over the last couple of days in both hurling and football. On Tuesday night, uh, we had the opening um we the clash between Rathnew and Newtown in the Senior Football Championship. Ratnew won 2-13 to two nine in Ashford, but it was the first time Rathnew have played outside of Acharnarklo in twenty four years.
0: Ninety five. Yeah. So and Ratnew. on that on that uh, team that day was uh, one of our panelists that has not that has absent tonight, Mister Jonathan Hines. He was down at, played that day for one of his former clubs, Kilcoal, St Patrick, Kilcoal.
2: Yeah, yeah, so we we had to just give him a
0: a little plug there on that one. So, Rat, you uh, getting
2: the win by uh, four
4: points in the end,
0: and right, we're going to have to say it. Emma Sullivan was right, he got he predicted the win. We basically decided
4: with the the one to (laughs) ten
0: shot, maybe that's (laughs) what you are (laughs) saying, right? The farm we were going with was um, Warren missing, um, and didn't know whether Tio was on holidays. Didn't not know. quite
2: the same we we're going to form. you Okay, mine. Know. Okay, yeah.
0: absolutely. Right, mine. That weren't sure whether Leighton was going to be playing. Um, thought we were going maybe wait for a little bit further down the line to make sure he was 100% right. Obviously, he is 100% right. Basically, what do I know? Um, Tio was on holidays and um, Warren is still out injured. That's just to mention one or two that's missing. So, like, their they're main key players be missing off any team, you know. And um, Newtown got off to a very, very good start. Look what they... They took off their... ...straight out through the gap with them, you know... ...they got going, got momentum going... ...2-8, to one something up there at one stage... Um, ...and as you on there earlier on, in it, ...they were instead of looking what's going in front of them... ...they were looking on what was going on behind them... ...and when were the others going to produce. It
4: can happen a lot of teams when they get in front of Ratnew... ...I think, you know, it's almost like... ...oh, here they come, they're coming... <laughs> you, know, ...you can hear the, hear the footsteps yeah. behind you whatsoever... And, ...and you know, it's like the same, you know... ...James Stafford goes in a full forward... ...nabs a goal again, causes all sorts of trouble... Again, everyone knows it's coming, but you know no one can seem to stop it. It's yeah, you know, he's he's he just do, he's good at what he does, and when he goes in there, the ball is good going in as well. To be fair to the rest of the lads with New. but look, they've toughed it out again. We we alluded to it; it's two points on the board. But I don't think Newtown, you know, they can they can go with their head held high. I think if anything, possibly Ashford would so Ratnew at the minute. Yeah, I, th- I think maybe Ockram wouldn't have sued him as well against some of. Newtowns lighter, her forwards. I think, like you've seen, Ross Davis was probably hell scoreless from play there. You know, on a bigger pitch, you probably saw Ross better as well. So, you know, Ratnew can be very physical on a small pitch like that, and you know they can get, you know, it, they, can, it, it, they can bottle you up. They know how to play defensively very well. Like they drop back very quick when the ball breaks down, and that's what they done. That's what they done the other night. And you know, it's it's typical Ratnew. Go five points down. Everyone is looking, saying, oh, here it comes, and then the win by four, and you're saying, yeah. Asher, there it is again. And yeah. that's, you know, it's the nature of the beast, and that's what they've, they've made their name doing, to be fair to them. You know?
0: I was in Ockram, I wasn't at the match, um, I was in Ockram at uh, Shalala Kubai v. Ashford, and I was just fo- trying to follow updates and things like that. And I want to apologise, we got the result wrong on the night, that was an error on my own behalf. Um, you see, you're trying to do updates, you're trying to do... Um, you're trying to take notes and you're trying to video and I had my daughter there with me trying to train her in on the updates and she, she got the up got the result wrong and you, we all know ourselves on the social media, if you get it wrong, you, you don't be long about getting gobbled up and she kind of went into a puddle there now so she did fairly quickly, she couldn't be, <laughs> so she's retired, she took on the job one night and she has self-retired since anyway, so I may start going further afield, but anyway, that's... Yeah, uh, you, just, you just said, you were just a good boy and Ashford, that was the division
2: three, that was the, um. Cup final, Finnegan Cup. Cup final. Yeah, uh, Stade came out on top again, one nineteen to one fifteen of Rashford. After extra time. After extra time, this is the third time
0: these teams have played in in recent weeks, so another cracker served up on them. I'm going to say lads, like, there's nothing, nothing between these, you know, and they're they're good. Like there was a few rash moments, an odd card throughout, but I won't say there, there wasn't any dirt, and it was just more frustration now with that hint of it, you know. Good, good battles. These boys are going toe to toe again. They're going to meet maybe again later on in the championship, but. They're, they're very very entertaining for division three football lads and like martin fitz the chairman said it afterwards that uh, do some of the senior teams credit to come and look at him you know like both teams were down a few injuries they're after dropping a few soldiers through the game with legs hanging them and cramp and this that and the other and there it is tonight anyway but uh um yeah so that's the way that game went great to see as a um, paddy barn smokes back in the goal for how
4: long will they have him in the goal Well, they're three points down, I wonder what he'd be in it. Well, I, I, <laughs> I said it
0: there in the press box that if uh, when they were gone to their time, they, they had to bring on Noel Murphy. I'd fired, Noel, Noel done very well when he came in. I would have fire Noel into the goal and they brought Smokes out because Noel would like to see Smokes coming out there now. And, but he pulled off two fabulous saves now, to be fair to him, you know. And let's say man of the match that night for me was Dan Nolan. Man, he's just made of iron. And there's an engine in him that any club would lo- love to have him. So that's you were away. You were in uh, a I think I yeah, was uh, in at, at the Aeroke 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 Aeroke.
2: and Katigen game. Uh, closer closer game than um, the sort of scoring It was, was two thirteen arrow, fifteen points. So a uh, four point win for arrow, but Katigen were right in it up for the duration of the game. And I think we said earlier that Rory Finn, if he played, he would be a big difference. Rory did play. Um, did a good. As good a half-forward as you'd see in the county, I think, uh, mean like Rory Finn, um, Shawnee Germain, and I think Podge too so is a fair
4: full half-forward line, that's a like good, that's a strong line, like, and you know, yeah, yeah, but you know, going in against the half-back line that was and Chester, it'd be a good line as well, like, so do you know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. just, it's just the difference those sort of players make when they do come to the gate, you know, it makes a massive difference to, to Kiltegan, like, and you know. Probably the the couple of goals were the the killer punches. Yeah,
2: now, th- they can say that arrow did miss a penalty as well at one stage, but uh, the just wouldn't go away, and they kept ch- chipping in. change main, fired over a good few scores from the place balls, so they were there thereabouts the whole way through it. But the that's the um, that's just it. Like arrow got a goal at the important time. Buster Flynn scored a goal in the last two minutes, and that sort of put the the game to bed in in that clash anyway. But. Look,
0: we haven't really a whole lot to hit on here tonight. Um, There's, as I do the, the low under-20s are out there Saturday, so there's no game on. There's two games on Sunday in the Hurling um, and another Monday night and Tuesday night. Just one tomorrow, Friday night. Sorry, just one Friday night. intermediate one Friday night there Um, with Cario and Kilcoyle, St. Pats. St. Pats, Kilcoyle, whichever you want to give them the title as. Some let's say they don't want to be, they shouldn't be called. St. Pats, <laughs> that's their own business. Um,
4: Yeah, um, I think Kilcoyle... Slightly have the edge there on Carnew. I would imagine so. If Kilkool how would they come out of the football at the weekend? They'll probably if they've everyone fitting well.
0: well I was at that. I I saw nothing. The only yeah, made one, I, I'd say I think Carnew
4: were were struggling a little bit. They're they're depending on all legs now at this stage as well. Um, if if Kilcool have the Keddies and Luke Evans and all firing and all cylinders, they should. If they're if they're going to try and win this championship, you'd imagine they should be trying to dispose of Carnew. But look you know the all dog for the hard road sometimes as well if 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 Kilkool do happen to be missing a player or two Carnew will be banged there i'm sure i think uh, they've lost two already Carnew to the senior team and they've no junior team this year so you know that's uh, usually you had the junior team to fall back on to take two or three from then as well so to fill the gap to fill the gap yeah. so however Carnew had the last night they're probably going to have to make switch around and do what do what they can do out would the uh, same number, so that's just why I'd, I'd side slightly with Kilcool on that one because if everyone is fitting well for Kilcool and they're bide by a win in the football last week as well that you know energy should be high up there and I just think that they might might sneak over the line I think Karny you you will do well to, you to, to remind, stay competitive th- to be honest They might pip to win the inter- intermediate Holland anyway so
2: But like, like if the weather, I don't know what the forecast is, weather's like this like you'd have to fancy a younger yeah I'd probably be it chased
4: out can you With pitchforks For saying that now <laughs> But look <laughs>
2: well, you, you might have a chance for yourself In a few minutes But uh, <laughs> in The other match The Intermediate Arthur Rocks Are playing Glen Um Arthur Rocks Have Come up um, Through the, the Who they played last They bet Baron Darragh Baron Yeah, yeah Baron Last week So They're playing Glen Ely, Who also bet Baron They got a couple Of the, a goal threat. They got three early goals against Barndaric in their game with them and Barndaric chipped away but he got the win. It's a tough one to call with Arsenal, isn't it?
4: It is. Again, it's down to Glen Ely who who they're going to use maybe on in, on the Monday night. Yeah. You know, uh it's it's a tough call enough. Either way, because they could be maybe if they have an injury or two for the senior panel, they could be sh- shearing someone from the intermediate that won't play. It's hard to call. Well, it's very hard to call the intermediate. The Rocks will have who to have, you know, Baron Baron an injury or something. It's hard to know at Laneyli, but again, that goal threat that against Baron Derry, the Laneely goal threat. I know the Rocks scored goals <laughs> against them as well, but yeah, it, that'll be a very tight match in my book. It's a hard one to call. It. It'll really come down. I'd 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 like to give you a verdict. <laughs> when they're warming up, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But sure, we're Like we're
0: we're just obviously we're we're just singing her off the the cuff here because we don't know what wh- what way they're lining up and who they have. But what you hit on with the Karen, you would think they've no junior team that Glen nearly do, yeah. You no, know? but yeah. also Rocks have a junior team at the present minute as well. Whether they'll feature in a championship, we don't know because obviously you're going to have to see who who they're going to need, who yeah. they're not going to need, you know. But um, I I'm going to go for the Rocks.
4: Yeah, well, look, I I'm going to play devil's advocate. I'm going to call a draw. Oh, The two of them seem to be goal-happy, and I think it could be a tight affair. And I'm on both sides of good free-takers. I, I think it'll be very tight. I'm going to go for a draw, an unusual one in a hurling match, yeah. but I think I'm just going to call it that way. And again, that's more of like a knowledge of what's coming than anything else. But I just think, you know, they look to be two of them in form enough. The two of them kind of had the same result against Baron Darig. if you wanted to go that way. It was the kind of matches seemed to match one another, so... Well, 11-2
0: to two for the draw, it's not a bad will punt now if you want to... Yeah,
4: well, you see.
0: You know? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah
4: it's,
2: it's, it's, it's going to be close me. I think, yeah, definitely.
4: So, uh, eleven to two is actually not a great price till winners enclosure. Yeah, <laughs> any draw, you get his eight to one or nine to one. I think they're covering themselves yeah. a bit there now at eleven to two. Arco, are slight favourites at, yeah.
2: at ten or 11 to 10 on, and the are eleven to ten. So there's um, there's nothing between them. Like no. everything there, like yeah. Um that's the last of the intermediate matches for the week weekend coming. Just before we move on to uh, senior, we're just going to play a quick ad break, and we'll be back to you in a minute.
1: We'll be chattering and nattering in the Garden County Shed. But if the decent match comes up, then we'll do that instead. Winners and in Bookmakers, your local independent bookmaker. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat and Instagram for all our daily specials and enhanced odds. Phone us on one 429 863 Murphy's Liquidation Furniture and Garden County Sport we'll be chattering and nattering in the garden county shed but if the decent match comes up then we'll do that instead winners enclosure bookmakers your local independent bookmaker follow us on facebook twitter snapchat and instagram for all our daily specials and enhanced odds phone us on 1-890-429-863 murphy's liquidation furniture and garden county sport
0: Yep. So welcome back here now. Anyway, so we're back. We're going to Heaney uh, now on the Senior hurling championship. So uh, Sunday there is Kiltigian are out, and there again Pats in Ockram. Um, they're going to be up again. It now you've Pats there now in the hunt, strong to try get up that ladder. You know, Emmett,
4: you know. yeah. Look, Pats. I mean, Pats. Have I, I seen him against Carnew last night? You know, they're probably. Uh, felt a little bit unlucky to were beaten with 14 men. Carnew showed a bit of fire that night to come back and, and win that match. I just think, you know, Ockram, Kiltegan, i will have to be really on their game. I think it's almost a carbon copy of what we spoke about with Shawnee in the football the other night. If, if For all money, they have to stop the ball going into Andy if they're going to have any chance in here. Like, if Andy gets... If Andy gets the run of the game, he's as good a forward as is played in, in any championship in any county, to be fair to him. He's as good a goal-getter as around. And look, it, you know, if if, he, if he's on song and he's on his day, Kiltegan, could be in a little bit of bother in that one. You know, ah, he's, just, with- he's capable of rattling 3-8 or 9 any day, and that's the type of player he is. And George B. O'Brien is there beside him as well, a fantastic player. Yeah. He's having a great couple of years as well, you know. So, look... I know it's hard. Kiltegan are competing. They, you know they went down fighting against their Rogue It's hard to see him getting over the line again, Pat's as well. To be honest, you know it's it's just how it's just one of those years for them. I think they're a shake off the pace maybe just with some of those teams and look. It's just it's the nature of the championship as it is.
0: Yeah. But uh, first of all, we'll just go back to the competition we have out there at the minute Patrol winners and closure. The, not a bad old punt now. 10 euro free bet on the text in there or WhatsApp into 087-193-4382. And uh, it is uh, Karen Yu to beat Kilcoyle in the intermediate. Arthur Rocks to beat Glen Ely in the intermediate. Bray to beat Avondale in the senior. Pats to beat Kiltegan in the senior. And Karen Yu to beat Glen Ely. I think the one... Karen you know, to be Glen Ealy, That's that's a tough one to call. Like the they Karen you know, to be Kilcool. That's a potential banana skin there. Or anything as well. And uh, you're, you're talking Pats Kiltegan. I think is you're That's yeah. I think you're, you're talking Pats there on that one anyway. And we'll go on then to Bray and Avondale. That-
4: uh, Bray, look Bray, Bray have set the pace. At the minute, you know, um, Avondale have been very competitive in their matches. I think they scored 17 points against Glen today the day they played. You know, they seem to be beavering away a little bit up there again and putting in a bit of an effort. I think for Avondale, they need to get everyone out again. As we're saying, it's kind of like Kiltegan. They need to have all shoulders to the wheel. They need, like John Henderson went off with an injury in the football match, whether he'll be playing at the weekend. You have to take those things into consideration. But I still think Bray the way they've started, the way they're playing at the minute, as I alluded earlier in, on an earlier program, they seem to have all the right names in all the right places. Their house seems to be in order, and it's just hard to see. It's hard to see Avondale living with that. On well, way. like
0: they're look at their their scoring ratio. They're they're seventy to far and vast ahead of everyone else. Like Karen, you was fifty to the next of them. Like against thirty six, like. And there's only one under them on thirty four, which is Karen You know, so like they are, they are going to be hard stop. They're definitely looking. They're, they're definitely out favourites there now at the minute. And you're coming then to the next game, which is Karen O. and we've on this there last week. But the, they, it looks they, like it looks
2: like just go back. to like, yeah. Brave six goals in three games. So like they have that scoring threat up top. Like as well. Like, they can get goals.
4: Yeah, Davy Maloney, um, uh, Park Doyle. You know, I mean, Christy Morehouse, Dermot Masterson, all in the forwards at the minute, you know what I mean? There's a threat about them. They're dangerous. You know, they can. Those lads can pick scores from... Like, you can't just stand off them either, you know what I mean? They can pick scores from 50, 60 yards out on the run, no problem as well. You can't just lie back and you know, say, oh, we'll, we'll hold out till dark sort of thing, you know? Yeah. They'll pick off their scores from around, like the Hendersons can score, you they, know, Luke Maloney's midfield. They've, they've an array of hurlers there at the minute, like, and... and
0: but look what they're doing compared to some other teams go back to Carnegie, they're relying on a lot of dead balls like Bray they're, they're scoring a good bit their ratio scoring from play is very good you know which is which is a big thing like, let's, let's take nothing away from him and I don't know who on the free is he's absolutely superb but like if he gets hurt
4: yeah but look I just we were coming to the Carnegie Daily yeah. match and that was my like you know Cairneau scored 50 points they haven't threatened the goalie in, in three matches which is a major worry to be honest yeah. They have no goals. And now of 50 points, I think Enda's got 36 of those. He's definitely up around there. Yeah. You? So, like, that's nearly 70% of your scores yeah. coming from one man. So, like, I'm not letting out the secrets of the town there or anybody. Like, that's there. That's I'm on paper for anyone to it's see. It's there. It's there. You yeah. know what I mean? So, like, we're going to, the you are going to have to find scores from other places. They're going to have to start finding a goal threat. You know, they've got to where they are. They've won their three matches. That's fair. But they're going to have to, if they're going to, step up on last year and go on better than just get into a final. They're gonna to have to find a goal try and find more scores and play. Yeah. And that's you know and and on the game on, on Monday night, it's moved back to Monday. Yeah. That's where I think it's going to come down to. I think if Karen, you can find a goal, I think they can win Monday night. And I think a win Monday night would be massive going forward because it'll put them into it near enough into the semi final without oh, playing a quarter final. Yeah. But I just think Glenili's knack for goals could catch Carnew on on Monday evening again. And again, you're back to who Glenili have. They've have a few injuries. You know, Paul O'Brien was nursing the injury. Warren is out. There's a few. Uh, you're back to you know. I, I'll give me a verdict when the balls being threw in, sort uh, of it. again, yeah. <laughs> you know, what I mean, but like it depends on who the be. But I just think. Uh, but it's kn- good
0: to trash it out anyway. Like yeah, you well, know. no, I
4: just think the knack for goal at the minute is. You know, no matter how good you are, your your free taker is, if the other team get two goals, there's a lot of winning on seven frees and a lot of scoring on it. Yeah, to be it and that, and that's just at the minute. That's what I think at the minute. So, like, this
2: could be. I don't have to answer it, but there's a good bit still to come out of Carney. Like, I think
4: so. I think like the you know, they're just. I think they set their style out heavily. You know, the have won wonder match. I think this week is massive for them. Yeah. I think if they if they can beat Lennie Monday night and win against Dunlavin in the intermediate football. I think it puts them in a serious position, but it's going forward, because if they can roll out two quarterfinals early September, yeah, you know it makes an awful difference when you're pulling from the same pool of players. And it, but it's, all,
0: it's all about headspace and, and having your right attitude and all. And yeah. it's coming off the back of a good win in the football as well, so they're in a good place, like in yeah, all in, around.
4: as I as I said to you before, it seems like if 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 James Hickey asked them to run to... Backwards up there, yeah, the Crow, yeah. Patrick, the goal like, you <laughs> yeah. know, and that's great, that's brilliant. But as I just said, like, if if you're asking me honestly, I just think the goal, Trey, I think it needs to be addressed. We need to find some way of of, of getting goals in there. Mm. And and look, as you said, I don't think this can-new team is the finished article. Like, you won't be in a semi final or final until the end of September, early October. So yeah. like, you're yeah. not, you're not going to blow Anton out of the water just, at the minute. You yeah, know? like uh, just going
2: back, like did did a win over Plaidygan earlier in the. That was a good while ago. Yeah, yeah it was start of June mm-hmm. or whatever. But then they sort of struggled over Greystones. And then they got the Rack and a bit by two, But like it's not a bad pass team either. Like, you know, so... No well they're, they're starting to hit the right road now. Like
4: Yeah, yeah. Look at... The, I think Canyon only got four points in last year's league. In the Hurling. Four, three or four points. So... They've beaten their, that target with, with three matches to go this year. Yeah. You know, I think it was four or five points. I think they'd one draw and two wins. And, and you know, they ended up in a final and got... But like five
2: points.
4: Five points, yeah. So they've six now, you know, and they've three matches left to play. So, like, that's an improvement. You know, you're talking about, it might, be, it might seem small, but it is an improvement. And, look, I think we're talking a bit about Carnegie. Glenn Ely are the champions. I think we can't forget that. And they're champions two years in a row for a reason. And, and look, they've an array of hurlers. They've good lads coming through all the time. And the one thing about the Glen Ely lads are, they'll always be hurling. Yeah. If you, have, do you know what I mean, if, if, there's, if there's 30 lads in that field every night, they're hurling, or hurling, they hurling. And that's, and that's credit to everyone around them and credit to themselves as well. They, they are, they're a committed bunch. And that's why they are where they are. And you know, I oh, no, you're you're dead you, right. You know, because you from
0: can, as soon as you're able to pick up a hurl
4: yeah, y- you, ha- you have you have it in your hand. Yeah, and that's look, it's 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 great, it's brilliant. Even if you're walking to the shop, yeah, every every time you drive through it, you'll meet seven or eight young lads with hurdles, and that's that's why they are, and that's why they keep building and keep building. But look, I think it could be a little bit shadow boxing Monday night if I'm honest. I think Karen, you will want to win, Leni, you'll want to win to be no one going on out not to win the match, but I just think. There's a good bit going on in the background with them all as well, and I think there is. Like you know, the, there's injuries. There's people won't be chanced if they're on an injury that, and I I think it'll be a match that, as I said, I just think the goal threat might just turn it. Mm. Right. So there we are, on the end of it, Kev.
2: That's it. Yeah. Yeah, So yeah. as I say, we haven't
0: got a whole lot really to delve into tonight. We've kind of hit on a few parts of it, and um, we can just go just a quick mention there now at the minute to the uh, Division Four football is. Uh, Rat are leading their, their side of it in the east. They're, I think, they're going for 11 wins out of 11 tonight. Um, and at the other side of it, Avondale are winning. But uh, they had a little hiccup last week with, um, again, Laven, who are half hundred tails in second place. So it's the winner in each group goes on to play each other. And the winner of that goes to play in Division 3. But there's a small little bit of a problem there now with Division 3 because Rat have come down out of intermediate Division 3. And if Ratnew win, they can't go up. Well, I, I've heard, I'm I'm still waiting on clarification for some of this. And if, if so, anyone out there that does know, right, give us a
4: shout. Yeah, just my question would be, if if Avondale or Dunlavin get to the final with them and were beaten, do they still go up? If do, if Ratnew be, beat them in the Division 4 final... Would the loser still go up because Retinue can't go up? I think well, so well, but my question is. Well, this be, is what I'm coming no.
0: I've been told two different scenarios here that they can play in the same championships together, but they can play in the same league together yeah, well then. if it's allowed, right? I've also heard that the loser would go up, obviously
4: if it was to be or 11, whichever, you know.
0: So um that's what if anyone else out
4: there knows it's, it's one of those ones I'd say the county board are probably saying we'll wait and see what'll happen well, <laughs> well, I, well I tell you I'm, I'm kind of I'm that's kind what of, I'd be doing well, I'm kind of part of that
0: franchise and I just <laughs> probably, I'm probably uh, selling myself saying that I don't really know because I, I actually I don't I'm not that deep in involved in it and that end of it as such but um if there is I say if there's anyone out there contact us there on facebook messenger um and garden county sport drop us in a message and once again if if there's anything else out there that you're listening to or you know and want to know that we can properly help you with feel free to text us in anytime you know this is it'll be back up now on soundcloud and all or, or other we're on spotify, spotify now and yeah. um, we're getting we're going real big up in the world now you know? yeah. <laughs> so, uh,
4: yeah but just look we're, we're only here giving an opinion as yeah. well so like if there's something we're not covering as well give us a shout yeah out.
0: absolutely we, we can only dish out the information like we're, I say we're, we're working ourselves during the day lads we're, we're, we're doing the best we can not looking for sympathy here or anything like that but we the more the, the more stuff that's fired in front of us that we can help yes. you with lads absolutely fire it on and, and th- we will
2: and don't forget to like share and uh, subscribe to the podcast and once it's up online so Make
0: sure you can always come back to us for and for more we we won't be around to say yeah i know but i want to say we've another competition coming up we're not we're not around friday night we've another competition coming out next thursday that we were going to have two free tickets see this is this is obviously live so we've the winner for um the competition for tonight and that is claudia Byrne, and we will be in contact with you after this claudia congratulations and um so people obviously are listening back to this and they didn't realise that it's a live competition, right? So we're going to have another competition. Get- we're getting text messages during the <laughs> middle of the, in the morning. Our oh, Vlad could be over in Bangladesh, <laughs> you know, looking to, looking to get in on the action, right? So we're, we're going to, for people to listen back to it, we have a competition coming out for you. And what the competition is going to be, we're, we're still going to try and find out, but the winner are going to get two free tickets to a match in Ockram of their choice of of the weekend of their of that weekend so that's, so that's what we're doing next week so we're just trying to spread the love around guys um are as I say the more listens we get the more followers we get the best we get the, the help we get it, it it's going good we're getting good reviews back we haven't heard too much negativity here which I'm <laughs> very surprised of <laughs> because <laughs> you don't belong to being, being shot down but look at once again um we're going to, we're going to uh, we're going
2: to go to an interview with a Arcto man now who is part of the wexford eagles american football team they're playing in the other and semi-final on sunday and he's also at the moment on the irish wolfhounds panel so we're going to go to graham here now um, and we'll be back to you soon so now we're joined now by graham jenkinson a member of the wexford eagles american football team living in Arklow. graham big game on sunday coming up for for the team
1: yeah, I, I massive, massive! It'll be our it'll be our fourth semi final in four years. We just need to get over the hump, you know.
2: Yeah, like I remember it's, I was, which is two years ago. We came agonisingly close up in Craigavon uh, this year. Mood, what's the mood like in the camp? I know it's been a very, very difficult year for the club, but what's the mood like at the moment?
1: We're upbeat, Kevin. You know yourself. we we've had a bit of a turbulent year between one thing and another, but you know um, we're
2: confident.
4: Yeah, and that's
1: no disrespect to the team we're playing, but we're, we're confident that we can go out there and do a job and give get a give a good account of ourselves.
2: Yeah, well, that's exactly what the the Wexford Eagles mantra has been for a few years. We're always sort of quietly confident that we can do something. I'm speaking of we because I still consider myself a part of the the family there. Uh, Graham, you you joined the team in his first year, I think you were a little bit later to the to the party, but um how did you become involved with the wexford eagles
1: just i mean i i've loved the sport since i was a since i was a young lad and yeah. it was through a friend that i found out that they started a team in in Gorey, which is just down the road from from where i'm from so it it fell in my lap so it was it was a godsend for me you know
2: yeah yeah and and alan as well um like graham is a very very enthusiastic man i think he's. He, he considers himself to be the face of the team, the face of the franchise. <laughs>
1: well, I didn't consider myself that. I'm just good-looking enough to be the face of the team, you
2: know. I kind of like
0: myself, a garden county sport. I'm the kind
2: <laughs> of the face of that <laughs> like. Uh, yeah, yeah yes. he's a fa- he is a face for the radio. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but Graham, you're uh, you're four years now, um, and you've been moving up to the ranks. As I said, he was a, he came in. Was it second or third game for Wexford or?
1: It, it was the second game. They they literally what happened was I found out that they I found that there was a team down there and I was talking about going down to train and they had their first full contact game with gear. I found out about that and then I was down at the next training session. I wasn't ready for the second game, but then I came in in the third game of the first season.
2: Yeah, hooked, hooked from day one.
1: Oh, 100%. 100%. Playing it is even better than watching it, for me. And yes. as I, said, I As I said, I love it. From, from nine years of age, I've been watching it.
0: But, t- um, Graham, tell me, what physical toll does it take on your body? Like, how do, to keep ready for a game, to keep right for a game, and, like, after a game, to get yourself back in order again? Like, does it take much of a toll on you?
1: It dep- it, 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 that would depend on, on the position you play. I mean, it's not... It's not a... Obviously, it's a very physical sport. But, you know... it. I, I, I've been quite lucky, really. I mean, with regards to injuries and stuff like that. But I mean, it's much the same as rugby. If anyone's ever played rugby, it's it'd be along the along the same lines, you know. Yeah. Personally, I keep myself well conditioned in the gym. But you know, it's it's, it's like anything else. Um, you get used to it. You find after your first couple of games of any season, y- your recovery time seems to be quicker. Believe it or not.
2: Right. Just as you get used to it, as yeah. it goes along.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Your body, your body adapts, and your body gets used to it. And I mean, you'd be having uh, full contact practices and stuff like that. So you just build yourself up gradually.
0: So, like, how how do you advertise or things like that? Because, like, it's not a sport to have you that well known around Ireland or Wicklow as such, you know. Because it, it's across the water in America, it's very ma- very big over there now. I know England are trying to spread out as well. Like, and like a few of my friends over here, uh, I haven't a clue to tell you the truth. I've tried to sit down and look at a few matches with Kevin, and he's tried to explain to me you now. I haven't. I just can't cannot take it in. And people, you know, people say to me that you you have to play it to understand what's going on. You know that with some of the rules. To me, you're, well, just, what, you're pe- pegging I, the I, ball I and getting what, broke up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, if you if you were to come down and join the team, and, and I know Kevin's going to come back, let, back come back next year. If you come down, you'll be coached and trained. For, you know our coaches are first class. We were really lucky with. I mean, when John and Arthur started the team they picked the right guys that we were very lucky that they fell into our lap and they know exactly what they're talking about they both won Shamrock Bowls in Ireland I mean the league's been going about 40 years now so well, like, not new in Ireland
0: well I appreciate that but I don't think all the coaches in the world will be able to get me to play that game to tell you the
2: truth
0: <laughs> <laughs> Harry Houdini wouldn't be able to get me right for that game though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, I can't be that bad now there's something for everyone there's something for everyone in
2: American football yeah, it, 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 I think we need well I think the Westford Eagles might need someone to carry water I think that's all he's good for but <laughs> <laughs> that's <a useful> <laughs> that's useful and Pon Pons he's very good with the cheerleading as well Was <laughs> but um, need look yeah, no <laughs> but, uh, Graham the Westford Eagles and Westmead Minotaurs have met numerous times over the last well, three seasons anyway since uh, promotion to Division One. Um, always a very tough battle with them, isn't
1: it? Oh, listen, they're they're a very well coached side. We know each other very well, and as as it stands, we've played each other four times, and we're we've won two, they've won two.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: you couldn't you couldn't call it, and they had they they performed very well against us in the, earlier in the year, and hopefully we we've, we've adapted and changed enough to give them a, bit of a rent, more of a rent for their money. I think you were down on that game, right I year? was, yeah,
2: I was, yeah. My my one appearance so far this year. Unfortunate. <laughs> Unfortunately, I
1: yeah, yeah, you know, I was going to give you the pitch, and then what, that probably wasn't the game to give you the pitch. You know,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to pitch to me Graham. never. Um, for those listening, Graham is on the Irish Wolfhound panel as well so like you know this man has took up the sport four seasons ago and is a member of the Irish uh, Wolfhounds you are on the team you are on the panel last year as well Graeme
1: yeah on the panel last year I didn't make the cut last year hopefully we've had a few trainings this year we have a game in Belgium in September so hopefully hopefully the coaches will see enough of me to pick me this time but I mean it's a great honour to be involved with the team in in any stretch you know I didn't think at this stage of my of my life that I would be involved in any national team of any of any sort. Yeah, so to be involved with a team that I love in a sport that I love for a country that I love it's just amazing, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it's it's a, it's a massive achievement for yourself uh, like I I know exactly what you bring to to a team your your drive and your passion for for your team and your teammates. I remember I played a game on the O line for um, up in Dundalk, and I got constant messages off Graham telling me exactly what to do before the game. So I know what you bring, uh, Graeme and I'm sure you will do yourself very, very proud on uh, on that panel. And hopefully, you will you will make the cut for that one. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. So hopefully, as I say, all I can do is go to the practices and try and put my best my best foot forward. You know, and just. Bring everything. As I always say to the guys, just just leave everything on the table and have no regrets at the end of it. As long as you have no regrets, I think that's the main thing, really. You know.
2: Yeah, yeah. You're you're a ready-made captain. Uh, just if the Irish Wolfhounds uh, management want to listen in, I think you've a ready-made captain here in in Graham. Um, Graham, you you just mentioned the, the, the traveling to Belgium. Surely there's a there's a cost in that for I suppose everyone involved, like the team and I'm sure the players as well. Uh, how can people get involved with this?
1: Oh that's a good point thanks Kevin. Um could everyone just if anyone is on Facebook if you just go and give obviously give the Wexford Eagles a like and uh you can follow our progress but also if you could give the Irish Wolfhounds a like because we I mean we're always looking for sponsors and obviously the more the more people we have that are that are on the page and viewing the page it's obviously more uh appealing to to, to sponsors because obviously the money itself for American football in this country wouldn't be big. And I mean, our, our general manager, Eleanor, is doing a great job, but if we could help him out, that'd be great.
2: Yeah, 100%. No, we will, we will uh, echo that sentiment there, Graeme. um As we said, the Westford Eagles out on Sunday against the Westmead Minters, away to the Westford Ministers, a 6-2 record in the regular season for the Eagles, so a good, a good year again. Um So Graham, we're going to wish you the best of luck. Hopefully, it's going to be a victory and hopefully a, a victory in the bowl final as well. And with a bit of luck, we might be back on to you at the end of the year when uh, you're hopefully going to Belgium with the Irish Wolfhounds.
1: But listen, that'd be great. And listen, thanks for, thanks, for, thanks for considering me and thanks for giving me a call, Kevin. And Alan, thank you. You're
2: very welcome, Graham. Graeme, thanks very much.
1: Thanks very much. See you then. Know.
2: So, folks, that's all for this week's show. Uh, we won't be here on Monday. Unfortunately, we're away. But we'll be back next Thursday night with another weekend preview and a roundup of this weekend's games. So thanks very much for tuning in. And we'll be back to you next week. Thank you.
1: We'll be chattering and nattering in the Garden County shed. But if the decent match comes up, then we'll do that instead. Winners Enclosure Bookmakers, your local independent bookmaker. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram for all our daily specials and enhanced odds. Phone us on 1890 429 863. Murphy's Liquidation Furniture and Garden County Sport.